Hi, uh, you're here live with Christopher Palaha and David DeSanctis, and we are actors from Where Hope Grows, and we're guests today on Special Chronicles, which is giving voice and respect to people with special needs. This is Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. This episode 155 is supported by listeners like you. Coming up on this week's show, we sit down with the actors Chris Palaha and David D. Santatis of the movie Where Hope Grows. Obama administration pushes for inclusion, Uber accessibility concerns, let's see in the game segment on special needs leadership, and much more. Right now. I shudder thinking how the world can be so You're listening to the Special Chronicles Podcast. This is a show where we're podcasting disability or disability stories from an insider's perspective, and we are giving a voice to people with special needs. And everybody, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome back to the Special Chronicles Podcast. My name is Daniel O'Pamandan. Um, as you may know me on or offline, I'm so good and happy, so happy to be back behind the mic with you for another week, another episode. Um, depending on what time you listen to this, you may or may not know that there might have been a week delay uh, to now, maybe two weeks, because it's at the end of it's September 18th, the day I'm recording this. Um, but um, but maybe by the, that, the actual date of the actual episode on the actual post might might actually be last week. And I may only do that just to kind of stay with consistency. Oh, maybe I might make it this week and just say, hey, last week, with it being Labor Day, beginning of last week, uh, we took a day off of work, meaning work of every sorts that I do. So, um, but it's so good to be back and so happy that you guys are going to, we're going to get to take another look behind the movie Where Hope Goes uh, with the actors Chris Palaha and David D. Say, take these this, and this was David's second time on the show because, as you recall, a year ago we had the, uh, writer director Chris uh, Dowling and David um, was on the show a year ago, but now we have two actors because we're going to be giving away a copy of the DVD. And stay tuned because we're going to be giving that away next month in October. I do not know if it's that date yet, but we're, we're going to give it away during our next live broadcast. Well, um, all of our next live podcast on location will. We uh, broadcast on location um, where you, the listeners, can kind of come and look at me face, look at my face as we broadcast. Um, but that, that's when we're going to be giving away the DVD, and I do not know that date yet because next week, because of some other stuff going on this week, I wasn't able to have a meeting um, with a one with a one of our board members, um, board directors. Um, but we're going to try to do that next week. So. And speaking of next week, it's I'm looking at the calendar, and it's the first day of autumn, or fall, first day of autumn, next um, Wednesday the 23rd, and next Saturday in a week, so next Saturday the 26th, where I go back to my special Olympic swim practice, but also next Saturday the 26th, a little, little bit of trivia for you, is Eunice Kennedy Shiver Day, and we did an archive show a couple years ago, uh, kind of talking all about this special day, um, but um, we'll remind you again next week all about it. Um, but uh, so it's it's exciting. Um, we'll bring you this um, uh, interview this week, and we'll, we've got some exciting news 
as I said at the, at the top of the show about Ob the Obama administration pushes for inclusion. Those are those are concerns with the Uber accessibility, and we have a new segment that we are starting called "Let's Change the Game," and this week we'll be talking about on special needs leadership. So all um, that's coming up, and, and I don't think we're gonna have a final song today. Um, but um, and I'm, I was debating if we, we we should again play the ten minute review that I did with my mom on the movie Where Hope Goes that we actually aired um, this past March before it came out to theaters. But now they came out on DVD, and David will let you know in the interview how you can actually get the DVD um, if you don't win a copy. But so because one listener, one lucky listener in, in the U.S. and Canada can win a copy of the DVD Where Hope Goes. So that is what's coming up on this week's show, and we're gonna kick the show. We're, we're gonna kick the interview off with you guys getting a chance to hear the audio of the trailer for the movie where Hope Goes, and we're gonna go right into. We're gonna have that go right into the to the uh, to the, the the interview. And if you actually want to watch and see Chris and David, we'll put up the video. will be at the bottom of of the audio podcast post um, as a little bonus interview. So, or if you subscribe to us on YouTube, you can do that. And I'll let you know at the, at the end of the show how you can send in your feedback as well if you would like to. So on that note, we'll go ahead and play the audio of the, of the trailer for the movie Where Hope Goes, and we'll go right into the interview with Chris and David. So we'll be right back while you're on the Special Chronicles podcast show, while you're on SpecialChronicles.com. Here's uh, Chris and David in the movie Where Hope Goes. I think there's somebody here tonight who deserves just a little bit of recognition. It's not because he's a regular here at Stevie Ray's, or even because he was a Detroit Tiger. Simply because it's his birthday. Give it up for Calvin Campbell. Are you drunk again, Mr. Campbell? Uh, where do you think you're going? Out with Colt? No, you were 16 years old. I'm 17, Dad. What happened to us spending my birthday together? I don't know. You've been feeling sorry for yourself since Detroit kicked you off the team. Come on, Milt. Your whole life just gonna freeze? Can't get over the fact that he would embarrass me in the majors. What time did you get home? Late. Don't you think it's about time you got a real job again, Dad? How are you doing this afternoon? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing good. Even when I'm doing bad, I'm doing good. How about a magnificent day? My head, I mean, Hi, I Mr. Campbell. Produce. I was supposed to be great. Did you drink that whole bottle? Not yet. Do you have any idea what it's like picking up the man who calls himself your father at the police station? Hi. Produce? Do you want to come to a church with me? Who is this friend you've been spending all this time with? Hey, Produce. Been doing shopping cart. I guess I just came to talk. To me? I could use some of that magical happiness that you always seem to have. Feel sorry for him? No, I feel sorry for you. Oh, yeah! This is incredible. I haven't had much faith in anything in a long time. <laughs> I love you so much, and I want you to have everything. You spend a second with this kid, and you realize he's just like you and me. Oh, you have any? Hey, Miltovus, sir. Joining us today on the Special Chronicles 
podcast show is uh, actors Chris Pilaha and David De Sanctatus from the movie Where Hope Glows. Chris is a popular uh, actor who has been featured in the series Life Unexpected, North Show, Made in Jersey, and, and, and Mad Men. He also briefly portrayed JFK Jr. in the TBS Biopic America's Prince. And this is David's first feature film and Star Wars produce. He is a native of Kentucky with interest in drama, choir, and broadcast journalism, which he actively participated in during high school. David keeps busy with Special Olympics as a member of the adaptive rowing team and loves a good game of 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 tennis. Welcome to Special Chronicles, Chris, and welcome back, David. Thank you. So, <laughs> let's have you both first uh, give our listeners a brief introduction about, your, um, about yourself to our listeners. Okay, David, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Uh, hi, guys. I'm David DeSantis. I'm from Louisville, from Louisville, Kentucky. And I just love to do tennis. And and I really miss my movie brother, Christopher Palaha. Yeah, and, and I just can't wait uh, to... Um, do the uh, round the tables of um, in California of of on one of my upcoming trips. Neat. And uh, my name is Christopher Palaha. I'm an actor from Where Hope Grows and the friend of David DeSinctus. And uh, I live with my wife and three kids out in Hollywood, California. Neat. Yeah. Um, and I am an actor. That's what I do for a living. <laughs> awesome. So, um, Chris, how did you first get started with this movie, um, and and um, and share some of your first thoughts of of when 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 you read the script for the for the movie Where Hope Grows? Yeah, um, I first got involved uh, in the fall of 2013. It's probably about this time of year, two years ago, in fact. Um, and a friend of mine, a guy named Shane Benton, called me up and said, uh, another friend of ours, Chris Dowling, has this script. They've gotten some financing. They're going to make a movie. It's, a, it's an independent. It's kind of a low-budget independent. Um, would you be interested in being in it? I said, yeah, let me see the script. And I, so I got the script, and I just thought it was wonderful. Um, I thought the story was really powerful. I thought it was a really hopeful story. I thought that it dealt with... Um, people with special needs in a way that we haven't seen before reflected in uh, mainstream media. And I feel like it also dealt with Christianity in a way that we haven't seen dealt with in mainstream media. Yeah. And my character um, <clears throat> was a guy named Calvin Campbell who used to play major league baseball and was the real hot shot in high school and uh, has since become a pretty much failed athlete and, um, He's living sort of um, with one foot in the grave, really. He's sort of, he, he has his daughter that's got a, he's got a broken relationship with, and he drinks daily. And he's, yeah. the character secret was that he was just going to wait until she turned 18, and then he was just going to drink himself to death because he's pretty self-loathing. <laughs> until he meets David DeSanctis' character, Produce, who uh, has just this incredible amount of joy and um, vivacity for life, despite the fact that he has Down syndrome. And this joy is the thing that sort of attracts my character to his character in the best sort of possible unexpected friendship way. And he says, you know, what's your deal, man? How do, how do you, 
like, what is your secret? And Produce says, well, you know, hang out. I'll show you. <laughs> and it's a really sweet story, you know, and it's touched a lot of a lot of lives in a lot of amazing way. And I think, you know, as an actor, you want people to see your work. You know, that's sort of like, you know, that's one goal. Um, but I think more importantly than like the number of people that see your work, you want it to mean something to people. Yeah. And this movie is really special in the sense that people who watch it are affected and changed in the best way. And it's really been reaching lives across this country and now around the world because it's available. Um, it's available on iTunes and Netflix and yeah. all over the world. Now. Yeah. And, um, pretty amazing thing. Yeah, and on DVD, like all like all listeners and, and viewers can see behind me, which will be given away um, the, the DVD on uh, on the show. Um, but uh, how what uh, what are your thoughts of working with David and with other people with special needs? Has this been your 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 first time, or what's some yeah. of your thoughts? My uh, my experience with special needs uh, is is one of a professional story and then a personal story. My brother, he's my half brother actually. He uh, was my a product of my father's first marriage, and his mom drank while she was pregnant with him. And so my brother Michael was born with fetal alcohol syndrome. So I grew up with somebody who had special needs and always felt very um, sort of extremely protective. He was my big brother, but I used to call him my little brother. <laughs> He's, he's older than me by seven years. Um, but he was just somebody that I always, he, we were the closest uh, growing up in age, and we were really close friends and brothers growing up. And I just, I've always had a lot of empathy um, and a lot of compassion for him and for people with special needs. And so that was always something that, you know, I remember my parents hosted the Special Olympics in Reno, Nevada yeah. in the late 80s. And so we had all these athletes come from all over the country and and I just remember that being a really cool treat. Um, I remember this one girl in particular gave me her bronze medal. She'd won like two medals or three medals, and so she had she had some she could she could afford to give some away. But I kept it. I have it still to this day, and it was one of those um, you know really awesome moments for me because I met a lot of people who uh, are, were just really sort of incredible and um, and embraced life in a way that. Uh, I think some people, people who don't have Down syndrome or people who don't have special needs sort of take for granted, you know, mm. and all of that was sort of uh, reaffirmed when I met David on set. Um, David DeSanctis is an incredible human being and an absolute delight to work with and to have known. And, and uh, I'm so glad this process keeps us, we played phone tag. He called me and I, and I, pocket dialed to you this morning david i'm sorry i was about to take my kids to school so when you called me back i couldn't answer but um we keep um we keep in touch and and it's one of those rare experiences you know a lot of times you do a show or you do a movie and everyone just sort of goes their separate way but this one's remained you know uh we're all in touch still chris and kaylee and david and it's a it's a cool it was a very cool experience and um david sort of blew you know, I, I didn't have, I didn't know what to expect. So yeah. it wasn't that I had expectations. I just really didn't know what to expect. But David blew me away. He's a great actor. And he's got that thing, that, that special uh, quality. It's called an it factor. And I think that if David were born without Down syndrome, he'd still be a great actor. You know, I mean, it, 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 Chris? yeah, he will. <laughs> um, and so that was fun working with somebody who was able just to come and play and and be present and listen and respond and allow me to listen and respond. Neat, neat. 
Nee, well, you, 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 you mentioned um, um, Special Olympics, and we we're talking about um, um, off being going on the AO that we were both um, out in Los Angeles at our Special Olympics board games this past summer. So we don't have time to, to get into all the um, all the fun stories around that. Around that, but our listeners can go back and um, and listen to the the coverage that I was doing on Special Chronicles. But um, sure. uh, back to the movie. Um, so uh, I'm David for um, 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 for our listeners who uh, a lot of our listeners heard you and and Chris Darling. Uh, on the show from a year ago, but share with us now, Chris, what was your favorite part of working with, with, and, and acting with Chris? You know. Can you repeat the question? Yeah. What was your favorite part of working with Chris? Uh, Chris Downing or Chris Palaha? I'm, I'm Chris Palaha. Yeah. Um, the favorite part that I had uh, to work with Chris Palaha in the movie, <sighs> I don't know. Probably the time that he yelled at me in the, uh, in the uh, laser tag room. <laughs> the reason why is because of right then in that room, he could be like my father instead of my brother. Yeah. Uh, that he could be strict on me and sometimes serious and could get me grounded for about two weeks or probably a month away from the computer or from my um, iPad. But deep, deep down from that, he could be an uh, amazing dad of two young kids or an um, amazing grandfather someday. I don't know. <laughs> Neat. Thanks, David. Neat. So what, um, 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 Chris and, and David, what, what, what briefly your most inspirational moment from working, uh, uh, on this movie, Where Hope Goes? What, what was your most inspirational moment? The most inspirational moment was the time of when, when he asked me um, if he wanted to take me home from um, the night that he was a little bit of, of as a drunk, um, that I went home of, on my own then the, the, uh, instead of him driving me home because I uh, smelled him um, and he smelled um, of, in a weird way and of somehow of how that inspirational to me is that I could be inspired to myself of being in a responsible young adult that I can know how to go home on my own. Yeah, neat. neat. Um, Chris, what was your most inspirational moment from working on this um, um, film? I think, I think the most inspirational moment came after the filming. Um, we, David and I, and David's family and I were in um, Fallon, California, 
Um, hold on, no, Fresno, sorry, we were in Fresno, California, Fallon's in Nevada. We were in, it's also Mellon, capital of Nevada. Yeah. Um, we were in Fresno, California, and there was this group called Breaking the Barriers, and it was um, a sports club that was started by a woman whose sister had Down syndrome, who's, who's since passed away, and this woman was sort of a national champion gymnast, um, and her sister went on to become a gold medalist in gymnastics in the Special Olympics. And they started this, this community outreach program um, as sort of like a mission in the middle of Fresno where they were like, you know what, we're going we're gonna to give people who have special needs, um, and that means if kids, kids who are in wheelchairs or kids who can't see or hear or kids with Down syndrome or, you know, uh, we're going to take the things that make them different and, and we're going to make them, we're going ex- to celebrate their, you know, their abilities versus their disabilities. And they put this show on before um they we did a, a screening of where hope grows mm-hmm. and it was like these two sold out screenings which is really cool and they did this performance beforehand and it was so amazing to see these people uh and what they were capable of and there's one kid who had a wheelchair and he falls out he knocks it over and he does a handstand with his wheelchair about you know above his head and then yeah. he goes back over and bites it and <laughs> it was really like it was one of those things where it was and it was you know it was it was about giving God credit and, and uh, really just sort of the triumph of the human will versus, you know, submissions to limitations. Yeah, awesome. Like what, you, what you're doing, like, this is awesome. This is cool. Awesome, yeah, thanks. So what would you say to encourage um, um, others to, to see the movie and what, 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 what do you hope that they would learn from this story of where hope goes when it comes to those of us with special needs or... Oh, Down syndrome. What do you, what David, do you want to take it first? <sighs> no, I'm, I want you to take it first. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I, I think that that uh, that the film is really a testimony to um, to celebrating people, life, no matter what, no matter what shape or form. Uh, or condition it comes in. It's about hope, and um, it's really about God's love. I mean, it's it's a it's a movie about God's love at the end of the day, and about how boundless and how uh, how amazing it is. And so, I hope that when people see it, um, I hope that a they feel encouraged in their life. I feel I hope they feel refreshed after watching it, um, and I hope that they realize that just because somebody's born with Down syndrome or with special needs that you can't write them off. Uh, you know, that they've, that they've got something to offer that you have no idea what's going to come out of, you know, the, the thing that comes out of a package might just surprise you. And, um, there's this one scene in the movie where produce wants to become the employee of the month. Yeah. I don't want to ruin it for anybody who hasn't seen it yeah. yet, but there's this moment that they share, uh, or Calvin and produce have this moment that is shared regarding this, this, goal and dream of produces and um the way the camera holds on david's face and the way and what what chris wrote just the whole moment to me is really beautiful and kind of is the essence of the film awesome Um, and you know for your viewers like my hope is that people will will be encouraged by it like i said and that they'll tell each other about it and that they'll share it with their family and their friends and that word of mouth to keep um keep this film um sort of on the front burner in people's minds. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I, I had an opportunity to see a private screen of it 
before it came out to theaters. I think that this past March, um, I saw it and, and, yeah. and, and, uh, it was awesome. And, um, um, I even did a review of it with my, my mom. Um, so that, uh, that, that, that was awesome. Cool. Did uh, you see it at the screening in Chicago? Um, no, no. Um, Chris actually just, uh, sent me a, a, a link to watch oh, the, cool. the, okay. the, the private screen in online. So, um, uh, um, 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 David, what's, um, what, what do you hope, um, um, uh, uh viewers to uh, learn from, from this film? Um, no, it's not the, the name of the movie. Their hope glows. I want them to have hope. I want them to learn how to have hope. I want them to learn how to believe in hope. But it's also about God's love and being and um, being a part of a family and awesome, awesome, you know, so, yeah, awesome. Well, um, what um, I I think we touched on some of the themes already from this movie, but um, um, David, what, what's and of course you can comment on this too. But what what's some of you, your thoughts of um, signing um, um autographs? when the D the DVD came out just a few weeks ago on, on, on DVD. What's some of your thoughts um, of, of signing autographs and reactions from now people asked to get in the, the DVD like like you see behind me here. What's some of your th um, reactions and thoughts on that? Well, it feels amazing to me. I know that I've been uh, signing a lot of autographs and giving up my penmanships and signatures out on the DVDs and even on the back of different gold phone cases about the Louisville Slugger Stadium about a couple of years ago. But from, from all of signing and everything by hand, the feels tired or even um, numb um, by the end of the day of what I did of one day for the Derby preview of here in Louisville, Kentucky, of the day before the actual Pegasus Parade. The, um, but the feeling is just mutual and close and magical and amazing and spectacular and fantabulous because it's just so neat inspiration. Neat, neat. Um I'm curious what what's some of your thoughts on you and from well, I'm just surprised that David survived all of the hugs and kisses he got from all the female fans. <laughs> David, David was like the man. All these girls come up and kiss his cheek, and I was like, "That didn't happen to me." What? What? Yeah. What the heck, guys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. David, the girls like David. <laughs> that was fun to watch. Neat, neat. Of course, but you are married, Chris. Right. Exactly. So I'm. I'm not. I'm not wanting that. 
Um, <laughs> but I will say this. I will say this. Um, it's awesome to see uh, people's reactions to the film. Like that was one of the treats of this of this movie was to go around from city to city and watch it with different audiences. And I saw it in Colorado. I saw it. Um, and I actually was able to take one of my buddies from high school there and uh, with his wife and kids and we were able to kind of sit and watch it together. And it was just a treat to see people's reactions because it really did, uh, it affected people. It, it, it is affecting people in a great way, in a positive way. Neat. Neat. Well, uh, as we, we move to uh, uh, um, close today, uh, where can our listeners um, go to get the um, DVD of this movie, Where Hope Grows? David, you're good at this. Where can people go get the movie? What? Where can they get the movie? Uh, uh, where people can get the movie um, is Walmart, Target, Best Buy, and you could rent the DVD through Netflix and even the Redbox and the iTunes as well. And where can they get online? Uh, and uh, where they can get it offline on the website of www.realhopegrowsmovie.com um, or if there's any people out there of us in Overlover, Kentucky, you could come to me personally or face-to-face to buy it from me or my parents for $10 for an organization called Angels in the Skies. They are getting the benefits, the proceeds to them because it's helping them out of adopting babies that has Down syndrome but from other countries. That, and if we don't uh, receive any babies or young kids from other countries, they could get... Uh, actually, they could die there. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll so, m- make sure to include links to all that on specialclinicals.com for listeners. And if our listeners want to win a uh, 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 DVD, uh, the question that I'm going to be um, announcing to our listeners, and I'll, I'll, I'll announce it briefly right now, and I'll announce it again. I'll put it on the social media for Special Chronicles. But um, the question is, um, how does Special Chronicles help to empower you and give respect and voice to people with special needs? So any examples from any of our um, listeners, how does Special Chronicles help to empower and give respect and voice to people with special needs? You, you can click on the voicemail button on specialchronicles.com and just record a short answer and um, we'll be, uh, that's uh, how you can enter to win by leaving us a voicemail with uh, answering that question. So it's pretty easy. And um, to U.S. and Canadian listeners, <laughs> um, and um, Chris, what uh, do you hope to um, work on other film and TV productions with people with special needs? Yeah, um, I'd love that. I, I, I have this fun idea, in fact, for a TV show that that um, uh, that would be, you know, for David and I to do. And it's a fun little, um, just kind of like a, you know, odd couple, odd couple uh, sort of idea. So, I mean, yeah, there's, there's that. I actually wrote a script um, that was so much like Chris's, which is why I, I did Chris's, because I was like, you know, this is like mine, but better. Yeah. Um, called the biggest little city and that's still kind of kicking around um so yeah there's you know there's those things which would be you know fun awesome yeah awesome um and um david do you hope to continue to act in 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 in, um other movies and 
maybe even TV shows or if with uh, with, yeah. with, with Chris again? Yeah, I uh, ended up waiting on other TV show creators and and casting our directors from other movies to come out and find me and I do all those things of emailing me or sending out letters to the snail mail or texting or leaving a message with my parents for them to tell me that they got the message for me, like that kind of thing. But really, there's one show that Chris Paraha just said that he is writing a script like, like Chris Dallin's script of this movie of Where Hope Grows. I would love to be in that TV show or that movie that he is writing. Because the big cities and 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 little city, the big city could be Los Angeles, and the little city could be like Louisville. Yeah. Uh, because LA is a pretty big town. The, because there are suburbs outside of it, like Burbank and Malibu Beach and the Santa Monica and Beverly Hills. And Louisville, it's just Louisville. It's a small town city. And yet everybody knows that everybody knows everybody instead of Louisville that has connections like Milan or somehow those of Gil Holland and Gil Holland lives here in Louisville. So, yeah. Well, the, um, just um, briefly, um, Chris uh, or David, I don't know if, if you guys hold, but on the um, show, um, um, on the show of Twitch at both on ABC Family, they just introduced um, uh, a character who is going to be born with Down syndrome on that oh, show. On, on, on which show? On on I'm Twitch at both on um, on ABC Family. Oh wow! Oh yeah, I love that uh, show. So they 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 just in, introduced the character. So um so that's that's neat. I wonder if, I wonder if Where Hope Grows has something to do with that. Yeah, I wonder. No, <laughs> it, it might. Yeah. Um, Call it out. <laughs> neat. Um, it, it 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 might well. So uh, any final thoughts um, before we let you guys get back to um, your um uh, um day. Uh, um, any you final thoughts call? about your overall time together today? Well, yeah, I was just going to say, um, you know, I'm on Twitter at Chris Palaha, and then I'm on Instagram at Palahaha. Okay. And so people can, people can uh, follow me there. I'm also on Facebook at Christopher Palaha. There's a, like a fan page you can like. And then, um, yeah, I, I'm pretty active on that stuff. So you can keep in touch with me that way and ask questions and reach out that way. And yeah. Awesome. Um, thanks for having me on the show today. Thanks, thanks. And um, David? Thank you for all your great work on here, of, on the live of Special Chronicles. Keep up the great work. Um, and you guys can contact me at my character's email address at uh, produce at gmail.com and that's the only way because I am not done yet with my character's Facebook page but once my character's Facebook page is up you could 
the I had my character about the, the friend request and a produce. Awesome. Awesome. Um, if we were in person, I would try to take a, pic- a uh, picture of all of us. Um, but for now, I'll just kind of zoom in on... Um, post quiz. And then... Um, oh. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, that didn't really come out. But I'll... I'll um, I'll post some type of picture on um on Palm and Dan on uh, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Okay. So, uh, thanks again, uh, Chris and David, for taking the time to come on Fletch Chronicles. You're welcome. Thanks, thanks so much for having us. Thanks. So good. Thanks again, Chris and David, for taking time to come on Special Chronicles podcast show. Coming up right after the break, we get to some news about the Obama administration pushing for preschool inclusion, uh, the Uber Lyft uh, accessibility concerns. Marilyn Stewart is a um, um, world's famous um, person with Down syndrome, who's a model, and autism, and uh, the recent debate, and much more news coming up on specialchronicles.com. We'll be right back. This episode is also sponsored by Flocknote. Does your parish ministry or organization struggle to keep everyone in the loop? Do you want a simple solution, something that just works? Well, Flocknote.com was made for you. Quiz many lists as you like, th- then input the contacts that you already have. Or simply let your members subscribe to your activities themselves via the web or by letting them send a text message right from their phone. It's never been easier to click up-to-date contact info and then to send your groups an email or text message at the click of a button. Try a free trial today at blacknote.com. And this episode also sponsored by Bluehost. Want to start your own blog or professional website? Then consider using Bluehost. For only $6.95 per month or less, you can have your own professional website or blog. Click on specialchronicles.com slash sponsors and click on the Bluehost banner for more information. Hi, Daniel. It's your great friend and admirer, Tim Shriver, here in support of Special Chronicles, in support of Daniel's advocacy for a changed world, in support of the whole idea of Daniel using the web, using his writing, using his speaking, using his podcasting, using his photography, using his voice, finding his voice and using it to ask the world to be inspired, to create blaze fests of inspiration uh, all over the Internet and all over the United States. Here in Special Olympics, we like to think of ourselves as having a blast with everything we do, playing sports, to enjoy ourselves, to learn and meet other people, to test ourselves against tough competition, and I think in the end of the day, to change hearts and minds, to have other folks realize that there's a common human spirit that nothing should separate uh, us from one another. Daniel, that's what you're doing. Uh, You're inspiring people to understand common human gifts. You're inspiring people to believe in a common human hope. You're inspiring people to have fun in achieving common human fun. And you're inspiring us to change all those uh, outdated, uh, painful, and unjust attitudes that lead us to separate us from one another. The whole world of Special Olympics joins me in saying, go Daniel, go Special Chronicles. Uh, You will be a success. Uh, You will make a difference, and you will change the world. Why? Am I so sure? 
I'm so sure because your voice has been raised and your voice is true. And when a true voice, an authentic voice is raised in pursuit of a great mission, it will change the world. Go for it, Daniel. We're all behind you. Hi, this is Mike Borath, founder of TheMighty.com. I'm here in Los Angeles, and you're listening to Special Chronicles. You're listening to the Special Chronicles podcast, and here is your host. This this is the Special Chronicles podcast show. Why are you on SpecialChronicles.com? Really hope you guys enjoyed hearing from Chris, the um, actors Chris Tavupalaha and David D. Santanders from the movie Where Hope Goes. Um, if you missed part one, because this is behind the movie Where Hope Goes, part two, if you missed part one, which is with um, um, wider director Chris Darling and uh, David D. Santanders, if you missed part one from a year ago, you can go back, and if you go to actually specialchronicles.com slash werehopegoes, that's all one word, specialchronicles.com slash will hope goals it's also listed underneath the series tab you can find um in addition to this episode you listen to right now you can find part one as well as the review that i wrote of this movie so if you guys are interested in learning more about the movie you guys can go on there but um what do you like to like to thank once again thank chris and david for taking the time to come on the show it was so awesome get to get a chance to talk with them and on that note, let's get to some quick news, and then we'll get to the, what I forgot to mention before that break is we also have um, our new Let's let's Change the Game segment. But let's first get to some news. Welcome to the Pi News on Channel 3.14. Obama administration pushes for inclusion, Uber accessibility concerns, and much more right now. Much more, yes. And um, some news that I um, forgot to mention at the top of the hour, but I kind of added, uh, I'm adding last minute, we'll get to in just a moment, about Madeline Stewart, the first, um, uh, the, um, well, well, no, she's the world's famous person with Down syndrome, who's a model. So the most, most famous model, the world's most famous model with Down syndrome. If I could talk correctly today, and um, in, in the recent Republican president, the recent second presidential pres- Republican presidential debate, autism had entered the conversation. So we'll get to maybe a little clip from that as well. But first, here's a story that I uh, found interesting. It is about um, the how the Obama, and this story comes from DisabilityScoop.com, about the how the Obama administration makes a push for preschool inclusion. And what this story is about is how <laughs> the federal officials are saying that all children with disabilities shouldn't be able to attend preschool alongside the uh, typically developing peers. Um, and it says here that according to the U.S. <coughs> sorry for the cough there. Um, it says here that they're nearly um, uh, four months after requesting public feedback on this issue on the U.S. Department um, of Education and the Human Services the, and the Health and Human Services um, jointly, both departments, had, uh, had um, joined together about providing guidance for this issue to the states and school districts and early childhood providers urging them to make a place for kids with special needs. And um, I will, I'll put a link to this whole story if you guys want to read that on, on thespiritscoop.com. Um, but uh, I thought it was, it, it was, it was really, really 
a good idea that 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 they encourage us to really uh, push from the the preschool to really push inclusion at the preschool level, and that goes al- along with with what uh, if you hold on a bonus episode um, from a couple months ago, or just last month, I just I think I, think I posted it um, about um, when I was at a press conference where. Uh, in Los Angeles, when Maria Chago had uh, announced that by having a unified generation, so at, at the young age and preschool, as a young age, you know, by making inclusion, you know, at that level, it fits perfectly with this whole play. Let's change the game challenge. Well, if people are, are um, if we're included at the preschool level. Um, then, then, then moving forward, we will have a unified generation. So that fits, fits, fits perfectly with that. So, um, if you have any thoughts, uh, email feedback at specialchronicles.com or send in, uh, an MP3 or click the voicemail tab on specialchronicles.com. We'd love to kind of hear your thoughts as well. Here's another story about <coughs> this, um, Uber service and the Lyft service, L-Y-F-T. So Uber, U-B-E-R, and Lyft is L-Y-F-T. They were, apparently, they are under pressure to improve their accessibility. Now, the first time, I, first time I actually heard about Uber was when I was in Los Angeles. No, I didn't use Uber, but I heard about it when I was in Los Angeles at the World Games. That apparently there were some, uh, some other people at Special Olympics who were using the Uber to actually get around. And the way that I understand it, and listeners quack me if I'm wrong, but <laughs> the way I understand it is that, is that it's an app and that you can use it to call up Anybody can give you a ride to anywhere. So it's like a taxi service that you do yourself. So, um, but apparently in this uh, this article on disabilitiesgroup.com, it says here that uh, so this this conference that Andy Ellis planned to attend in a recent week um, was less than a mile from his apartment in downtown Los Angeles. <laughs> Funny thing, this story this story is happening in Los Angeles. Um, well, this was actually actually written in the Los Angeles Times. But anyway, you know that you. That's the fourth time that I actually heard about it. Uh, funny how things work like that. But anyways, um, <coughs> and so this um, story is about this guy who's in a wheelchair, who has CP and uses the wheelchair, and apparently the Uber wasn't um, this kind of app. So it's associated that, that this is an app-based wide service Uber, and uh, Lyft is um, kind of a the same type of service. Um, hold on, sorry, I just cl- click the sh- Oh, there we go. I'm actually opened up the article, but I'm, I have it open already in Evernote. So, <laughs> okay, so I, I have two different devices I'm looking at the show notes at. <laughs> Anyways, um, so, um, yeah, so, so let's see, both, both companies, both Uber and Lyft, are facing lawsuits across the country in California, Texas, and, and Arizona. They're alleging that their drivers discriminate against people with wheelchairs and seeing eye dogs. And they say that there's some compliance with the Americans with Disabilities Act that could become a stimulant bat- block for the companies that they look to expand and 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 solidify, solidify uh, their role in the rapidly changing world of on-demand transportation. And so here that this that the uh, um, app-based uh, wide companies where we are ahead of the time when it comes to transportation innovation, says said um, with the Gold Cone, a Los Angeles area disability advocate. She says that she loves it, but she can't, 
but you can't leave people behind. And this kind of goes along with something, <laughs> um, if you heard about a, a, a live podcast we did back in July of, of this year, is where Senator Halkin had actually said that 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 those those starting to make some some taxi calls and yes yes the Uber on the left are not per se taxis, but it's kind of like a taxi type of a service, and <coughs> the it kind of goes along kind of with that how they're trying to make these this 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 one particular call company that is starting to make more calls available so. If services like the like the like the um, Ubo and the Lyft can can kind of go along with these new car companies in making the cars, I think more accessible for both people with wheelchairs and and with CNI dogs and and, and and other disabilities like that and other special needs like that, then I think that in, then then it will just make for a, just a, a better, more accessible and more inclusive environment so that's uh that story share your thoughts if you guys like feedback at specialchronicles.com uh this next story is um where did i clip it there we go okay it's it's from the mighty.com our friends at the mighty <coughs> and the headline says man aligned stewart walked the one way at the new york fashion week in new york city and um Hopefully we can try to see. Maybe we can. We need to. We can try to talk with with um, Madeline Stewart, who's from Australia. So we need, need, it, it would be neat to see if we can try to talk to her because I think it would be fascinating to kind of get her story about being the world's famous model with Down syndrome. Um, but anyways, so so, <coughs> so Madeline Stewart is the world's most famous model with Down syndrome. She's from, she's from Australia. So Madeline Stewart. And she continues to break down barriers. And I'll put a link to this article on the Mighty. They they got some pictures and just a great story. There's also the, the Mighty also just produced a short little a short video um, uh, on Madeline's uh, story. And so see that within the the past year, eighteen year old Madeline uh, Stewart is. Um, has taken the world by storm. Uh, she's already booked contacts with brands such as uh, Manifesta, Living Dead Clothing, and she's the first face of um, behind the uh, Glossy Go Go Cosmetics Beauty Is campaign, <laughs> and has a, and um, Madeline also has a one of a kind doll that's made after her, and she's also launched her own handbag line with other. Maya and has now walked and has now walked the catwalk during the New York Fashion Week for the FTL Modo. Uh, so uh, great story here, awesome, inspiring. And this is Her mom Rosalind Stewart says the Madeline is very excited. Uh, she uh, told the AFP backstage at rehearsals for Sunday's show. I think it's amazing that she's been given this opportunity. It's um, a fantastic platform for us to get our beliefs across on inclusion and disability. So that is awesome. And I'll put a link to this article if you guys want to see some pictures of Manline Stewart when she went to walked the wood carpet. And on that note, the next story that I clipped here is, let me speak, I did him. Autism enters the con- the conversation at the second Republican presidential debate. And the story also comes from themighty.com. And there's a quick audio clip here. I'm going to see if I can play it. I think, let me see. Of course, they've got an ad. Click on the video now. Hold on, let me mute that off. 
Nuke that ad and let me see if we can click on play. And we're going to try to play this little clip. Um, this is, uh, no, I'll put a link if you guys want to read this entire story on the Mighty about how autism enters the conversation. But here's a short, um, how autism enters the conversation of the second Republican president to a debate. I'll put a link to this article that they have on the Mighty. Uh, this clip is um, from CNN because that's what the debate was on. And it's a clip between Dr. Ben Kelson versus Dr. Trump. And here's a little clip of this you to take a look at and it, it, it has to do with um uh trump um responding if they should stop the vaccines that cause autism so let's take a little clip of this backlash against <laughs> vaccines was blamed for a measles outbreak here in california dr carson donald trump has publicly and repeatedly linked vaccines childhood vaccines to autism which as you know the medical community adamantly disputes you're a pediatric neurosurgeon. Should Mr. Trump stop saying this? Well, let me put it this way. There, has been, there have been numerous studies, and they have not demonstrated uh, that there's any correlation between vaccinations and autism. Uh, this was something that was uh, spread widely 15 or 20 years ago, and it has not been adequately uh, you know, revealed to the public what's actually going on. Vaccines are very important, certain ones the ones that would prevent death or crippling. There are others, there are a multitude of vaccines which probably don't fit in that category and there should be some discretion in those cases. But, you know, a lot of this is, is, is pushed by big government. And I think that's one of the things that people so vehemently uh, want to get rid of big government. You know, we have 4.1 million federal employees, 650 federal agencies and department. That's why they have to take so much of our taxes. Should he stop saying it? Should he stop saying the vaccines cause autism? Well, you know, I've just explained it to him. Uh, he can read about it if he wants to. I think he's an intelligent man and will make the correct decision after getting the real facts. Mr. Trump, as president, well, I'd, you would... I'd like to, I'd like I'm to going respond. right to you. I'd like Mr. to Mr. Trump, as president, you would be in charge of the Centers for Disease Control and the National Institutes of Health, both of which say you are wrong. How would you handle this as president? Autism has become an epidemic. 25 years ago, 35 years ago, you look at the statistics, not even close. It has gotten totally out of control. I am totally in favor of vaccines, but I want smaller doses over a longer period of time. Because you take a baby in, and I've seen it, and I've seen it, and I had my children taken care of over a long period of time, over a two or three year period of time, same exact amount. But you take this little beautiful baby and you pump. I mean, it looks just like it's meant for a horse, not for a child. And we've had so many instances, people that work for me just the other day, two years old, two and a half years old, a child, a beautiful child went to have the vaccine and came back and a week later got a tremendous fever, got very, very sick, now is autistic. I only say it's not, I'm in favor of vaccines. Do them over a longer period of time, same amount. Thank but you. Just in, in little sections. Dr. Car I Dr. Think, Carson. And I think you're going to have, I think you're going to see a big impact on autism. Dr. Carson, you just heard his medical take. <laughs> He's an okay doctor. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, but, you know, the, the fact of the matter is, we have extremely well-documented proof 
that there's no autism associated with vaccinations. But it is true that we are probably giving way too many in too short a period of time. And a lot of pediatricians now recognize that and I think are cutting down on the number and the proximity in which those are done. And, and that's, I think all that's, saying, that's, that's all I'm saying, Jake. That's all I'm saying. Dr. Paul, I'd like to bring you in. So if you want to, um, um, well, that was the clip, but if you want to watch it and as you read the article on the Mighty, I'll put a link in our show notes on specialchronicles.com. Uh, specialchronicles.com, just look for episode 155. Yeah, 155. And uh, that awesome note, let me pull up back to the audio clips here and show notes. And we're going to move on to a quick, quick new subbing. I do not have any I do not have a new bumble yet for the for the new Let's Check the Game segment, um, but uh, maybe I will get a chance to actually put a new short bumper together. But in the meantime, we'll just hear this bumper. This well, if I can find it. Here we go. And when you use the R word, it not only hurts those living with the intellectual disability, it hurts all of us who love them. And that's not okay. Help me end the word. It's time we try. It's time we care. It's time we stand. Let my voice. My voice. My voice. My voice. Inspire a change. <laughs> so yes, this um, bumper is for the Spread the Water in the World segment that I don't think we've had in the past few weeks, but <laughs> maybe in the past month on the show. But um, this new campaign about play, let's change the game, this, this new challenge from Special Olympics and Tribal Media, um, that you know, all of us at Special Chronicles, we are supporting as well this challenge. To, let's change the game. <coughs> Meaning this new campaign to play, to play together, learn, accept, and say yes together, and really change in the game. So all of us people with disabilities, all of us people with special needs, have acceptance and inclusion. Um, if you, you you can go on to specialolympics.org/slash let's change the game. It's all one word: specialolympics.org/slash let's change the game. And I'll put a link in our show notes on specialchronicles.com. That's specialchronicles.com for our episode 155. Um, but um, in particular, I wanted to kind of focus on this segment. There was an, um, an article that I read on themighty.com about. Um, Written by this mother, entitled "How My Son with Down Syndrome Fixed a Problem I Couldn't," and this talked about her son, <coughs> her son Charlie. Um, they were at a hotel in the lobby, and they did the, 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 there was no of those little cow things, you know, that you carry your bags on at a hotel. <laughs> and her son Charlie, who has Down Syndrome, had went and got like three or four different people to actually get those bags from the room and bring it down to the call. And <coughs> he, 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 he took this leadership on to, uh, to, to fix the problem at, at this hotel. And I think that this, that this is awesome. And, and it, it goes along with that. Those of us with special needs, be it Down syndrome, be it autism, be it, you know, whatever. Um, oh, just a side note there. I don't think I commented on that autism story the debate, but whatever. Maybe we'll talk about it on a future episode. But anyways, back to the story um, <laughs> with the Let's Change the Game segment that we have here right now. Uh, but this story, it, 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 I think it goes into a bigger picture here of how we can really <laughs> um, change the game of a substance and inclusion that those of us with special needs, be it Down syndrome, autism, CPE, um, LD, whatever special needs label it is, um, that we 
you know, have these leadership skills. You know, take the athlete, um, the athlete leadership program at Special Olympics, for example, um, or bus buddies, or whatever, or whatever, any advocates, you know, any of us advocates. You know, take these, take, you know, it, it goes along that, that you know, um, old, for example, the, the movie, Where Hope Grows, uh, and, and um, with David, and you know, and it, 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 it really shows that we have these skills to really lead and, and really show the world that we can um, l- uh, lead others to a more acceptant, to a more inclusive society for us. And, and you know, and, if, and a lot of times people see, oh, it's something we can't do. You know, you know, we either may look different or act different or, or act or speak or look or whatever different or whatever. But and some people say, oh, you can't do whatever that. But we have more leadership skills, you know, than people may think. And then, and that's what I that's what that's the takeaway. I want you guys to take with this episode and this and this week's this week's let's change the game segment is join us and let's change the game. For leadership among all of us, people with special needs, uh, and then and then we will have a more inclusive and accepted society. So, just keep that in mind this week. Keep that in mind. Keep keep that in mind overall, and and join us and and let's change the game for leadership among those of us with special needs, and then we'll have a greater acceptance and inclusion in our society. So that's the takeaway. <laughs> like like taken. I um, hope you guys um, really kind of got, got something a little, a little bit out of that. And a quick quick we we a minute over the hour mark here, but um, the, for the DVD rub goes, you guys to um, to Unto, you guys can answer the question um, between now and October. Send an audio or video message. So I think I said audio during the interview, but we can make a video too. So either audio or video. And answer the question, how does special chronicles help to empower and give respect and voice to people with special needs? If you are a person with special needs, well, how does that help you? How, how has special chronicles helped you? Um, of just overall, how has special chronicles helped to empower and give respect and voice to people with special needs? And send an audio or a video message, either one, video or audio message, to feedback at specialchronicles.com. That's feedback at specialchronicles.com. I hope you guys enjoy it. Again, share your feedback. That email is feedback at specialchronicles.com. And click on the voicemail button on specialchronicles.com slash voicemail. Specialchronicles.com slash voicemail. Like us and join the conversation on Facebook page at facebook.com slash specialchroniclespodcast. Um, thank you to all of you guys who are witty, active, and liking and commenting and all that. Love to continue that and also on twitter you can tweet us and follow us on twitter at special c podcast at special c podcast on twitter and now on instagram we are now on instagram so you guys can follow us on instagram too and comment on those pictures as well so at special c podcast on twitter and instagram and leave it leave us your reviews on itunes just do go to itunes do a source for, for special chronicles and find us and leave us a review we left and, and thank you for your generous support and on that note, we're going to go ahead and um, next week coming up, we're going to be um, probably talking maybe about EKS Day or maybe about <laughs> this is first online Catholic school for people with special needs. We maybe we maybe that might that might be, that might be next week or maybe that might be in a couple of weeks. Um, still debating on that. And also, uh, fun Matthew Williams, he'll be actually hosting an episode all by himself. Um, never will give you given a 
person a chance like that before. So that'll be awesome. I have to, have to call Matthew after the show right now. So <laughs> that's why I, we, we shouldn't. So I hope you guys enjoy. I look forward to hearing your feedback. And until next week, take care and, and God bless. We'll see you on. Bye. Special Chronicles. Giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. That's a wrap. This up, uh, <laughs> this, this up, uh, this up, uh, I kind of changed the audio clips around a little bit, and now I do not know what audio cover I'm clicking and when, blah, 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 blah. Uh, that's what happens after 155 episodes. You don't know what you're doing. Change things up. None of it. The world can be so cruel. I'm going to change, I'm going to, it's not hope I get good light. This, this went by a little too fast. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, there we go. <laughs> I messed up again! Hi, uh, you're here live with- <laughs> I messed up again! <laughs>